Today's episode of Your Stories is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad, so enjoy the show! Hey, everybody, I'm Eric Arnaud, and welcome to Our Stories, the show that's like your stories, but there's no audience here, except Mary Beth Smith, the other Nerdalogs member who's here with me, and what I didn't tell Mary Beth before the recording is that I'm just going to talk at her and make her respond to my great bits. <laughs> Look, it's working already. It sounds like we have an audience. Great bit. <laughs> really Thanks. great bit. Thanks, Mary Beth. <laughs> no, we're here because this week is the Chicago, the first annual, hopefully mm-hmm. of many, Chicago Podcast Festival. And we both have shows in that festival, and we thought, oh, it would be cool to come talk to you guys in your ears about what that festival is and what we're doing at it. So, uh, cool. I think that's all I have to say. Yeah, so, no, that's great. Yeah, great show, everybody. <laughs> and we're out. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, 45 seconds. Man. New record. <laughs> a long one. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was just telling you pre-recording that I think this is a great idea for us to just be able to kind of sit down and um, unpack a little about, like... Uh, the festival itself, do a little a shameless promo, um, but also kind of uh, give people a chance to um, know what we're bringing to the table. Yeah. And because this is a storytelling show, we also have stories about podcasts and or festivals that we're going to lay on you. But let's get to the basics of the Chicago Podcast Festival. It is a, a three-day affair, correct? Is this correct. Like, yeah. Starting Friday, run Saturday, Sunday as well. Uh, it's 30 acts at five venues. Mm. So... Uh, Headlining podcasts include shows like My Favorite Murder uh, and Guys We Fucked and Hello from the Magic Tavern, which both are, are all three of them are consistently on the top of the iTunes comedy uh, podcast charts, which is incredible. We have special guests like Kevin McDonald coming to town, Bob Saget. Uh, it's pretty incredible. We Mary Beth and I have some pretty great guests on our shows ourselves. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So um, my show is actually Saturday afternoon at 2 p.m., at the Steppen, Steppenwolf 1700 Theater, which is like an 80-seater, um, which is also where your stories is going to be the night before. Yes, my show is at the Steppenwolf 1700 Theater, which is like an 80-seater, on Friday <laughs> the uh, the 17th at 10 p.m. And uh, so ours, it's, ours is an opening slot. We're doing a half hour before at Pleasure Town, which is really cool. I found out actually um, the other day through email chains. So Becca Brown, who does music at Your Story, she is in Pleasure Town this season. Oh, that's which is awesome. Really cool. yeah. For some reason, I think I knew that she had been a, a contributor before. My friend, Michael, who Beck, it, we he is a mutual friend of ours, has also done some work on Pleasure Town. Of mine and yours? Of mine and Becca. Oh, Brown's. okay. I was going to say, I only know Sorry. one Michael. I don't think you know him. Uh, <laughs> no, a, a mutual friend that myself and Becca Brown have. I knew he had done stuff on Pleasure Town um, because he's an, a past guest on NBSing, as a matter of fact. Um, and he told me at that point that that was like one of the only other podcast things he'd ever done. And at that moment, I was like, oh shit, I need to check out that show. <laughs> I also haven't listened, but I'm going to because Becca told me to, and it seems like the polite thing to do. Yeah. In case people listening don't know, by the way, we didn't say this explicitly, but Mary Beth hosts MBSing. Mm. The Nerdalogs presents MBSing. That should be obvious, but hey, maybe you don't know. It's a really great show. Mary Beth sits down with a guest and talks to them about something they love. 
And so this Saturday, you're doing that with a very special guest. Yeah, so my guest is a Chicago comedy legend, I would say. Uh, and I don't think that would be too uh, flouncy. Uh, Dave Pasquazi, or David Pasquazi, as he bills himself, which is interesting because he is one half of the group, TJ and Dave. TJ and David. I, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, people outside of Chicago uh, may know him from his uh, recurring role on the show Veep as the Veep's ex-husband. Um, he's in the film Groundhog Day. He's in Netflix's Easy uh, in at least one episode. Uh, a number of other like really cool um, credits. But a big reason that I reached out to him is he also is a a big name in Chicago theater. Like he's done stuff at Steppenwolf. He's done stuff. I've seen him in a show at the Goodman. Um, so it just seemed like a really cool cross section of comedy and theater and wanting to get someone who would who I may not try to like reach for uh, uh, for for just a you know regular episode yeah so for our show we uh we are also going to have some pretty cool guests two of whom will be very recognizable to your stories listeners uh Mr. Mike Gifford who is just an incredible my beloved also a past guest on NBS yeah 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 Uh, I believe you also done one with Eileen Tull Mm -hmm, right who mm -hmm. is also big in the Chicago theater scene and man Eileen just works so hard and is such a good person and i'm really stoked to have her on they've both told some of my favorite stories from your stories in the last like year or two absolutely and then our our third guest because we only get three this time is uh is a out of town comedian who is doing his own show uh friday night at seven the host of it's all true mr tim barnes who is an incredibly funny dude who currently lives in new york city so I did, uh, if you guys know that show, Mortified, I did Mortified with Katie Johnston-Smith uh, in April, and Tim was another guest on that show, and we met then, and yeah, he's awesome. So I'm really excited for this show. Yeah, I'm excited too. Yeah, uh, it's going to be real fun. But yeah, the whole podcast festival is is definitely something worth checking out. You can get all the details on it that you need, all the details that we didn't provide you <laughs> at the website chicagopodcastfestival.org. And you can buy tickets to any shows. I believe there's also passes available. Uh, yes, I'm positive there are. But yeah, definitely uh, check those out. Get tickets to our shows and others. Oh, Mary Beth, you're opening as well, right? Who, who I was gonna. In, I was yeah. actually going to uh, add that in if we didn't naturally come back to it. So um, my slot actually has three so- shows in it. Uh, so the first is Friend of the Neurologs and uh, past guest of NBSing in Your Stories, Cody Melcher. Yes. Uh, stand-up comedian Cody Melcher ha- hosts a show called Tony foolery um that myself and uh past nerdologues member or uh, claire friedman have been guests on more than once and uh, the first time we did it uh chris geiger also did it so um we it's kind of like peanut butter and chocolate uh, situation with with our show being or with my show being paired with cody because i want to eat them both mm-hmm. uh yeah. but that's like a old uh reese's campaign what? is like you got peanut butter in my chocolate you got chocolate in my peanut butter and then they realize that it's like actually amazing I, and what is reese's oh uh reese's peanut butter cups oh they're like um like discs filled with peanut butter but they're the chocolate they look like little maybe like a little hockey puck it sounds a little progressive for candy i like to keep it straight with some like snickers 
you know, keep it simple. I would argue that Snickers is a, a much more de- intricate candy than Reese's is. Don't impugn my beliefs. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so he's first. Um, the guest, uh, the guests for his show are uh, stand-up comedian Kelsey Huff and uh, improviser and otherwise comedic actress uh, Rachel Mason. They're both really wonderful, funny women. Um, and they're reading the book. They're reading a kid's book about, like, surviving a satanic cult. What? Yeah. Uh, so the, the concept of Tome Foolery is that he asks his guests to read a bad, ridiculous, occult, et cetera, et cetera, book. And they, they discuss it on the show. So yeah, like the Nerdalogs did a like a D and D or like the yes. the Christian argument against D and D tract, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the one, the most recent one that Claire and I did was uh, Wicca Coven's How to Start Your Own, and uh, it, it, we actually both really liked the book. <laughs> Were you not supposed to like it? Um, I don't think so. I think it's supposed to be like pretty, uh, like there's there's an element of mockery, um, but. It was good. It was mostly about forming good group dynamics more than it was about actually starting a Wicca coven. Follow-up question. Are you and Claire now in a Wicca coven? (sighs) I am a witch. (laughs) Cool. Um, Just like Sabrina. Just like Sabrina, the teenage witch. (laughs) (laughs) Um I, I I think the best character on that show was Asylum. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure, it was Asylum. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but I also so my show is sandwiched between Tomefoolery and a show called Chewing, which is a um, uh, a show that I believe used to be an NPR show and now is just a WBEZ show, or maybe vice versa. But it's a WBEZ um personality and a Tribune uh writer who uh, talk about food, and their last names are Chu and Eng. No. Yes. Isn't that fantastic? That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. W- when I realized that, like, it's kind of like an MBSing thing. Like, when you hear the title, you don't really, you just are like, oh, that's interesting. Like, BSing, but I don't really get it. Like, I still have to explain it. Um, and it was similar to Chewing. I was like, oh, Chewing, like, it's just a food podcast. And then I saw their names, and I was like, Fuck! Like it blew my mind. <laughs> Damn. So you're saying that your time slot, which again is 2 p.m. at the Steppenwolf 1700 Theater on this Saturday, uh, it so people can go there if they like reading, talking, or eating. Mm-hmm. That's a hard sell. I don't think you're gonna get anybody. I'm gonna yeah. be real. Yeah, I, I feel I feel pretty like pretty worried <laughs> about getting 80 butts in seats to talk about food and books yeah. <laughs> and whatever Dave chooses. It's a mystery. So oh, that's, you don't know your topic still. No, I told him uh, that he, he didn't have to tell me in advance. So uh, I might check in with him on like Friday, but otherwise I'll just, I'm planning on just asking him at 1.30 on Saturday. What if his topic is like surprising people in live podcast recordings <laughs> with inane topics? <laughs> Uh, then, uh, it'll be meta as fuck. So it'll meta. be like the inception of podcasts. Ooh, I like that. MBS inceptioning. Love it. So 
Uh, yeah, the, the podcast festival, like I said, we're going to talk a little bit about podcasts and festivals because that's that's why we're doing this. Festival is obviously a great thing. And weirdly, this is the first like I feel like Chicago is like the home for podcasts. You know what I mean? Like we have WBEZ, we have NPR, like Serial is basically born out of Chicago. As we all know, that's the first podcast they invented. <laughs> podcasting. Uh, stealing a Scott Ackerman joke there. Yeah. Well, more like I'm stealing Scott's resentment because I understand it. Right. Um, but yeah, like we have the Chicago Podcast Co-op, which is, you know, sponsored by Cards Against Humanity, uh, which is really incredible. And it's just such a great creative city. So I can't believe this is the first one, but I'm absolutely honored to be a part of it. Um, but I my, echo your sentiments. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> but my previous festival experience, I'm going to tell you about a time I didn't get to go to a festival, which broke my heart. Mm. So this was Lollapalooza in the year 2000 and eight or it might have been oh nine in the year 2000. i'm pretty sure it was oh eight but uh so i don't know if you guys have ever heard i might have actually kind of mentioned this on in our stories before i don't think i have though so there's this band called bang camaro now bang camaro is it's kind of like a joke band the concept is like what if 80s hair metal songs were only choruses and solos oh so they were like a 20 piece band what? and there was like eight guitar players and like or like eight instrumentalists and like twelve singers or something. What? Yeah. So they were um they were all dudes. This is a Saturday Night Live sketch. This is for real though. They this were, is not real. They were all dudes who worked at Harmonix, or mostly dudes who worked at Harmonix, which is the studio that made the Guitar Hero and Rock Band video games. Oh. So that's how I first heard about them because in those games the bonus tracks would always be like by bands from Harmonix, which it doesn't feel like that much of a bonus because you've never heard of these bands. That's kind of lame, yeah. But. Uh, bonus a song you've never <laughs> yeah. heard but i loved i i fucking loved these guys obviously because that kind of shit is right up my alley yeah so, of course very like steel panther-esque i'm sure like not as not as sleazy but um yeah that kind of style mm. and man as soon as i heard their songs i'm like oh i gotta find out who they are so i went and i bought their cd i started reading about them and i found out that uh, when they toured, they had like choirs in all these cities that they went to because they obviously can't tour with like 20 people. So they just tour with like a five or six piece band and then a few singers. And then they bring a bunch of locals up to be the rest of the singers. Whoa. So I know. Right. So I was like, well, shit, I can sing. I want to do that. So I you had to like send them a video of you at first it was just any video of you performing and then later it became a video of you performing one of their songs which makes more sense yeah but i just sent them a video of me and my buddy matt doing um surrender by cheap trick and they were like at the back another of, rock hero classic right and that was at the back or, of, i said rock hero <laughs> you know what i meant i think that was guitar hero not rock band you merged them mm -hmm. i accept your merging uh, this is in the back of my old comic shop. So I sent them a video of us doing that. And they're like, cool, yeah, you can sing. Uh, welcome to the Chicago Choir. Here's the shows we're doing. What the fuck? I know. So I did a show with them in Champaign. I did a show with them in Chicago at the Double Door, which was cool. And I did a show with them in Milwaukee. And it was all really fun. Like, they only really bring the local choir up for, like, the last three songs. But it's still, like, really rad. That's still, like, that's insane. Yeah. So then that summer, they were doing a, a set at Lollapalooza. And I was like, oh, baby, I'm going to go to Lollapalooza. I'm going to perform at Lollapalooza. Well, not so fast there, Eric. So I was even on the emails that was like, okay, guys, here's where we're meeting. Here's oh, where you get no. your passes, all that stuff. And then I, like, email. I don't remember the exact chain of events, but I sent somebody an email like, hey, like, I don't know, I might be a few minutes late or something. Like, uh, just want to make sure, like, I'm going to have a pass when I show up at this place. And they're like, 
oh, who are you? Which my name is in the email. I'm like, oh, I'm Erica. I know. And they're like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. We told one guy in the Chicago choir to get everybody's passes. And like he had never met me before because he was he knew the band from way back. And I got in on their second tour and he missed all the shows that I went to on the second tour. But he was like the Chicago organizer and and he he didn't didn't know know who I was. So he didn't get me a pass to Lollapalooza. So I got all stoked to play Lala for That's nothing. so depressing. But then here's the even more depressing part. So after their set, I was watching like live coverage and they had like KG from Tenacious D was like doing like no. the uh, the media shit. And like he like took them on the Tenacious D bus and like interviewed all of them. No. And like I saw people that I knew from the choir go on the bus and I was like, God damn it. I couldn't have oh, met KG. That's awful. So I'm really excited to go to the Chicago Podcast Festival Because now. it's going to happen. Because it's going to happen. You can't keep me out of my own fucking show. God, uh, I hope you can't. Man, <laughs> that is so hard. Isn't that rough? That's really rough. So this is the first time I have I think I've ever been a part of a festival of this oh. magnitude. Oh, cool. Um, I feel like, I mean, the Nerdalogs have done festivals, mm-hmm. but I don't think I've been there for those. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I've only ever really done a podcast, fest- or <laughs> excuse me, improv festivals, uh, of which I've done Chicago's, St. Louis, I guess not many others. Like I, I really haven't done that much podcast festival stuff. I guess we can't oh, guess discount Sketch like Sketchfest and, yeah. and Nerdfest. I guess yeah. the difference is those are like confined to one theater, but this yeah. is like a citywide more thing. venues. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that feels more insular, whereas this is very um, sweeping. You know, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Uh, I, as a follow up to um, your story, right before I came, my boyfriend was watching uh, Project Almanac. It was a movie that came out like last year, maybe two years ago. It was about a bunch of teenagers who make a time machine. It's like a weird found footage angle to it as well, which is stupid. Like, it should just be a time machine movie. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But one of the things they do, they've already gone back in time and successfully won the lottery. They've already, like, they've, like, foiled their bullies. They've, like, done better on tests in school because they, like, knew the answers and stuff. Like, all of these things that, like, teenagers like hypothetically would do if they were like stupid with a time machine even though we're supposed to believe that like the there is one of them who's intelligent enough to have built it in the first place (laughs) and the thing they do like three quarters of the way through the movie is go to Lollapalooza (laughs) (laughs) and me and Eric were like what you can go to Lollapalooza if you have $300. You don't need a time machine to go to Lollapalooza. Like, <laughs> Was it like a certain lineup they wanted to see? The funny thing is that they were looking at the like lineup and uh, they got into an argument about who they should go to. And one of them was like, guys. And what I thought he was going to say was, we have a time machine. We could see every show in the festival. And instead what he said was... Guys, this already happened. Everyone's talking about it on Instagram. We can just go to what people said were the best shows. And I was like, you fucking lost me. Like, <laughs> it sounds terrible. It was, there were some interesting like choices within the time travel that they were doing, like within the choice, within what they were doing. But there were parts of it that were so dumb. 
I, I don't even agree that like you could use social media to gauge what shows were best because everyone's exactly. going to like the shows they saw. It was stupid. Yeah. Like it was just so, like I said, you're supposed to believe that one of the kids is smart enough to make a time machine, but then that all of them are stupid enough that like they can't discern how best to use said time machine it was very silly that's that's a little frustrating um but yeah that was the the most recent experience i had with Lollapalooza <laughs> was watching a, like kind of watching a seemingly pretty mediocre movie <laughs> i don't think i'd even want to go as like a spectator i don't like um crowds like the podcast that's festival is going to be dope because it's like in legit theaters and but like music festivals, the crowds, I don't want to deal with them. I totally agree with yeah. you. And that's exactly what I said. Uh, when we were watching, I was like, I wouldn't even want, like, why would you choose to go to Lollapalooza when you could choose to do anything? Wouldn't it be more satisfying to like watch them like privately rehearse somewhere? That's like, exactly what I said. I was like, yeah. why wouldn't they just pay them to do a private show? They won the lottery. Yeah. Like if there was one band they were trying to see, they could literally like... It was so silly. It was oh. so silly. But it's more fun to watch a movie where a bunch of teenagers are at Lollapalooza than it is to watch a movie where, like, I don't know, teenagers do intelligent things with time machines. I guess. Fucking millennials. Uh, but so that's, you know, those are, that's what we're talking about music festivals, but this is obviously a podcast festival. I know, Mary Beth, you wanted to talk about uh, podcasts. Yeah. Uh, so um, the... Uh, first podcast I ever listened to was Film Spotting, which is a film critique podcast out of Chicago, um, WBEZ based, uh, but also goes to all the other NPR affiliates. Um, so they have a pretty big following. I would say it's maybe the most well-known uh, film criticism podcast. Um, and they'll also be a part of the festival. Um, and... Uh, I started listening to it like my freshman year of college. So all through college, I listened to it knowing that it was Chicago based. Um, it actually really got me more into film than I was before, uh, especially because I w don't like listening or reading film criticism without having seen the film. I like being able to make my own like calls and takes without them being influenced by other people first. Um, so I would like watch way more movies because I just wanted to listen to film spotting. Like I wanted to see what they thought about it. I still do that. Um, and, uh, around when I first moved here, um, they did a, a meetup that I went to, um, because I didn't know anyone else. So like I, uh, met the host, they're really funny and kind and, um, I think we all just like went to see a movie and then like went to a bar after or something like that. I don't remember many of the details from that first meetup, but after that, uh, I found out either by listening to the podcast or by following the host on Twitter or at that meetup that one of the hosts was a big Mark Marin fan. He was really, uh, loved WTF. It was like the heyday of WTF. Um, which was probably like the second podcast I ever listened to. So I was also a pretty big Mark Marin fan. And Marin was coming to Chicago uh, and I wanted to go, but I didn't know anyone. So I tweeted at Film Spotting and said, Are you going to go to see Marin? And he said, It depends. Um, there's kind of a complication I have to work out, kind of thing. And I was like, well, like, okay, and didn't really think much of it. And then he was like, actually, like, actually, um, to be honest, it's because 
we're doing a show the night that I want to see Marin, but I can't figure out how to like work out the logistics. Like, would you want to help? And I was like, absolutely. So I sent him, I tweeted him my email address and he sent me an email and was like, we're doing a show called the late live show at second city. It used to be hosted at second city, uh, hosted by Joe Quazala. And they were just the, um, guests on the show, uh, that night. And it was like a late show. So there was theoretically enough time to go to see Marin at up at the main stage and then come down to do the late live show and what they wanted to do was both of those things and host a meetup in between and like offer anyone who was like a film spotting fan like hey like go see Marin at this show um meet us at a bar in Old Town uh before the second city show and then we'll all go um like walk over to late live after that and uh what they needed was someone to be able to do the like event planning for them and look for a proper venue. And I was like, all right, I'm on it. And I like called around and found this place that I don't even think exists anymore called McGinney's Tap. Seemed perfect. I called the bar. I asked if they could accommodate like X number of people at X time. And they're like, yeah, sure. No problem. Like I won't even put in a reservation. You'll be fine. And I was like, yes. And, uh, when I told, um, Adam Kempner, the host, he was like, awesome. Uh, well, thank you so much. Uh, I am going to buy you your ticket for Marin and get you a comp for late live. And I was like, that's incredible. So like the whole, like, you know, I showed up at Marin. Um, I met Adam really brief or not met, but like saw Adam really briefly. And like, he realized that like he had met me before at the meetup. Um, and, um, and then we like went down McGinney's tap. Everything went off really smoothly. Uh, I got to talk to him and the other hosts uh, in between the two shows and after the late live show, we went back to McGinney's tap. And uh, one of my favorite things that came out of it was that um, Adam's wife is a chemist. And when he found out that I, like my degree was in chemistry and I was also a scientist, he was like blown away. He was like, and so he specifically introduced me to his wife. And uh, he was like, this is my wife, Sarah. Uh, this is, um, and he like kind of stopped before he said my name. And he was like, well, I've been referring to her as the token ginger, <laughs> which is my Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> and he said that every time he had done it, his wife was like, Adam, I'm sure she has a name. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be like, yeah, yeah, it, it's Mary Beth, like, which is in my uh email so it's not like he like didn't know my name but the idea that they had been like having conversations in their house where he referred to me as the token ginger was like as a young Chicagoan who had very few feelers and like my life in podcasts had only started because of this show and because of these hosts uh it felt like a dream like it felt like a fucking dream and I was like Adam you can call me the token ginger like for the rest of time. Like I couldn't care less. I think that's amazing. Uh, so yeah, um, this a couple weeks ago, I reached out to him to see if he wanted to do an MBSing. And I was like, hey, I think it'd be cool if we did it around the festival. Um, I wanted it to be this week, but it didn't happen. Um, but it, that is also going to happen in a couple weeks and we're recording at WBEZ before he records a film spotting. 
Damn, that's so cool. So that's kind of like, it's this crazy full circle story of that being how I got into podcasting in the first place. It being a big, like, neat, necessary thing for me as a young Chicagoan to, like, not have any outlets except for this show that I knew was recorded here. Yeah. And to want to, like, go see Marin and not have anyone to feel like I could go with. And, like, it was this thing that, like, gave me a community in a way that I never could have expected it would. And now, like, on the horizon, I'm going to get to, like, sit down with him. And we're actually talking about Hamilton. So it's just, like, this crazy confluence of, like, events and exciting uh, things. That is so awesome. I know it's a little, like, braggy, but it was the only thing I could think about wanting to talk about where the festival is concerned. So fuck it. Hey. <laughs> so let's let's plug this show real quick. So Film Spotting nice. is recording... Uh, with Film Spotting SVU yeah. at 7 p.m. at Shuba's on Friday the 17th, which is uh, the same day as your stories. Mm-hmm. We're at 10 o'clock uh, at, uh, at Steppenwolf. I also want to mention, though, on the show I'm probably most excited to go see, uh, if I can get out of work, which, God, please, the mm-hmm. Athenaeum Friday at 7 p.m. That is Tim Barnes' show, It's All True, featuring the rapper Rhyme Fest. And then also in his block is Improv Nerd with Jimmy Corain featuring Scott Adsit. Oh, that's And then right. Kevin McDonald's show featuring Bob Saget, Scott Adsit, and musical guest The Fruit Bats. All of that's so at that seven? So one slot at the Athenaeum. Damn. So I feel like our passes probably won't be good for that because we only get into shows for free if it's not sold out. We'll see. But uh, We'll see. That's a hell of a show, and I'm really excited. Jesus. To- I can't believe that Kevin McDonald's show and the Adsit on Nerd on improv nerd is in the same slot as tim's show that's i know crazy. Right? so that's that's pretty stacked i can't wait to talk to tim about it uh at your story so yeah i mean i guess we can probably wrap this up but man i'm so excited again chicagopodcastfestival.org you can buy tickets you can buy passes this friday saturday sunday individual show tickets are like 20 mm-hmm. uh, which is totally re- you're getting two to three wonderful podcasts of entertainment and uh like just so you know, like the money goes to a good cause. It's not just like some greedy, like corporate fat cats. Yeah. <laughs> that, I don't even like this is a, a labor of love for the people organizing it. So we also um, I don't know if you have this, but I have a half price um, code for oh, my show. OK, um, I don't know what it is off the top of my head and they kind of asked us to keep it friends and family anyway so uh, if you're listening to this and you would like to go to uh, my show and maybe it's just a festival code I'm not positive but if you're interested at all and would like a discount code reach out to one of us message the nerdlogs on like Twitter or Facebook and I'll hit you up with that cool that's awesome so yeah we hope to see you there please enjoy Chicago's wonderful podcast scene uh, this weekend and then uh, I guess another plug. So Sunday we have a very special Your Story show that, God, it should be announced by the time you hear this. It's, yeah. it's supposed to have been announced for weeks. I've known about it for months and I sat on this knowledge and it's very sad. But uh, Claire is leaving us to move to not Chicago. Um, so this will be her last show. So Sunday she's running the show. She picked the songs and the speakers. And yeah, it's a real bummer. But uh, come up to that. That's at the normal place. It's the Cards Against Humanity Theater. Uh, so you could just have a real bomb ass weekend of podcast recordings. Uh, damn straight. It'll be a bummer, but I'm excited about it. 
Yeah, me too. Uh, the The podcast festival shows won't be a bummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Claire's yeah, last show Claire's will be show. a little bit of a bummer. Claire's show will be a bummer. Yeah, but no, it's going to be a great weekend. So, guys, like thanks. Like a, a warm, nice hug of a bummer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Claire will also be at the um, the uh, Steppenwolf. So, if you want to see her last show that isn't like overly maudlin and <laughs> and uh, nostalgic, you can come to that show. And Sounds like a plan. To yeah, me. right. We're going to be doing some pretty sweet songs. So I think uh, that's all we got. Mary Beth's uh, podcast comes out on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Who's your guest this week? My guest this week is a Chicago uh, improviser comedian named Namdi Ingwe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right on. I, th- I thought you might know Namdi. Uh, he's someone who like probably should have been on the show years ago, uh, but just got round to it. Uh, so I'm excited to sit down with him. I also don't know what his topic is, so we'll see. Very cool. Thanks for talking today. And uh, guys, thanks for listening. And we'll be back with the uh, live your stories next week from Claire's farewell. So uh, yeah, be around for that. Bye. Bye. Your stories is a proud part of the Chicago podcast co-op. If you like your stories, you might also enjoy campaign in the campaign podcast. A small group of Chicago improvisers play through an ongoing role-playing game set in the star Wars universe. It's hosted by cat cool. For more on campaign, visit www.oneshotpodcast.com. This has been a Nerdalogs production. If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit patreon.com slash nerdalogs to donate today. And go to www.nerdalogs.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.